This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. It's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, doing great. We're at the end of early voting and uh, looking forward to, to seeing how next week turns out. You know, uh, the fact is you're a very good Attorney General. You've been, you sued Obama like crazy. You're suing uh, the Biden administration like crazy, not because you're Republican and they're Democrat, but because they want to be a monarchy in central government and tell Texas and tell other states what they have to do because you know, through some executive fiat. Um, and a lot of these lawsuits have to do with keeping people in Texas safe and secure. The fact is, the big cities in Texas, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, El Paso, fill in the blank, they are now blue. And they're deep blue, and you've got rampant crime, 30 to 40% increase in crime in all the cities I just mentioned. And, and you have to have somebody in the attorney general's office who's willing to take on the local DAs that aren't prosecuting very well and take on the central government in Washington to say, we want Texas to be safe and secure. We don't want this out of control crime. And that's really what you're working toward, right? Yeah, there's no doubt. And you've nailed it. I mean, these liberal cities have done, done two things. One is they've, they've taken resources or they've discouraged their police force from actually you know, stopping crime. And second, you've got local DAs, some of them in Travis County, Bear County, who have been, been funded literally by George Soros, and they are there to basically nullify Texas law. We have laws on the books that require prosecution for certain crimes. These lo- local district attorneys have decided they're not going to prosecute it, and that has consequences. And I think you can see the numbers. They've dramatically increased as these local cities, these local liberal cities and counties, have encouraged uh, their district attorneys and their police officers not to do their jobs. And talking about Bear County, that's where San Antonio is for those who are watching around the country or listening around the country. Uh, this guy, Joe Gonzalez, is a horrible DA. Might be a nice guy. I don't know the guy, but he's a horrible DA. There's a list of crimes he doesn't want to even prosecute. And, and he's been very, very easy on criminals. He wants no cash bail. And he, he was losing. Suddenly, Soros injected tons of more money, like today, before the, the Tuesday election, hope, uh, hoping to keep him in place. How does it work in this state? I know in Florida, Ron DeSantis can literally suspend a local DA as the governor if the DA doesn't enforce the law. Um, and I guess the DAs there weren't going to enforce the abortion law that they passed in Florida. Can you as the attorney general or can Greg Abbott as the governor do the same thing with uh, with DAs in this state? It's different, isn't it? Yes. I, as a matter of fact, when I came into office, uh, I remember Greg Abbott sat down with me. Obviously, he was former uh, attorney general, yeah. now the governor. And he said the most powerful, unelected, unaccountable officials in the country are Texas district attorneys. And it's true. They can do whatever they want. They're, they can decide to nullify Texas law by not enforcing it. So laws are passed. And they decide, you know, we're not doing that. There's no backup for that. In most states, the attorney general can step in and say, wait a minute, we're going to take this on if you won't. Or if, for instance, a DA decides to commit a crime, there's a backup. So in Florida, there's clearly a backup. The governor can step in and do something. I'm guessing the, the attorney general there can prosecute some types of crimes. In Texas, we actually have to get a referral 
from a district attorney. So the downside is like when George Soros targeted these races, I used to work with your district attorney who was a Democrat, Nicola Hood. He did a great job. He, did. he would prosecute crimes and I would I would do work with him all of the time. But George Soros didn't want that Democrat. And so he replaced him with somebody who would not prosecute certain crimes. And you probably know this. Nico's a very good friend of mine. He's now no longer a Democrat. He had enough. So he, he left the party, rightfully so, because as you said, Soros basically primaried the guy because he was doing the job too well. Ken, do you have any idea why people like George Soros or those in central government in Washington don't want crime to be prosecuted? Why would they want criminals out? Look, it looks to me like there is a force in this country that is trying to destabilize the country in general by encouraging crime, whether it's across the border or just in, in local local areas. Um, everything they're doing economically looks like it's trying to destabilize our country and hurt the American people. Why they're doing it, I don't know if they have some global agenda, but to, clearly the Texas legislature needs to address this or it's going to be too late. We're going to continue to have more crime. We're going to continue to have crime, crime, certain crimes that are not being prosecuted, chosen by local district attorneys. And the legislature is not getting what they want for, for their money. And so right. I would encourage them to consider creating some type of backup, whether it's me or some other type of system, whatever it is. We'd certainly be happy to do it if they wanted to give us the resources to do it and the ability to do it. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, Republican. He's running for re-election on Tuesday. Um, I've got to ask you about the border. We, we in Texas exponentially take more of the brunt of those coming here illegally than any other states. We've got the largest and longest border. Uh, we're sending a few you know, out by bus to make a point in Chicago, New York, and, and D.C., and so on. But the fact is, it's been over 5 million in, in less than two years under Biden that have come across the border, generally speaking, here in Texas. I know that you've got a lawsuit right now against the Biden administration because they, they literally wanted to bring criminals in. Fill me in on this. Yeah, so we, we they literally are inviting criminals. They're inviting anybody who wants to come to come. They're trying to, the, the goal is, this is no accident. I mean, you can see over a very short period of time, less than two years, They've completely dismantled everything that worked in federal law, everything that the Trump administration was doing to protect us. And they've gone exactly the opposite, knowing exactly what they would get, which was more people coming here illegally than we've ever had. And one of the things they've done is not only have they encouraged regular people from all over the world, 150 countries, but they've also encouraged criminals to come here. And we've fought them. So far, we've, we've won uh, at the Fifth Circuit. We've won at lower court levels. And we've stopped them from importing criminals. But they are fighting tooth and nail, the Biden administration, to import as many criminals. I know it's shocking, but this is what they are doing, as many criminals as they can get from other countries. When it comes to stay in Mexico, a policy that worked, when it comes to Title 42, a policy that worked to make sure that those who were sick weren't coming across the border. So therefore, you can't come across the border because we had a pandemic. Um, those worked very well. Have you sued uh, to keep those in place as well? I know that you were part of some lawsuits, at, at least for stay in Mexico. Have you pushed for both of those to stay enforced? Yeah, so we led both of those lawsuits. The Title 42 is one we've been successful on so far, so we are we are winning. Title 40, uh, the Remain in Mexico, which was, I think, the most important one of them all, which yeah. basically stopped this crazy loophole, which is called asylum, where everybody comes in, claims asylum, and then we just let them go forever into the country. Well, they're all using that. That's why they turn themselves into Border Patrol. So we fought the Biden administration. We won all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And unfortunately, the three liberal judges, along with uh, Roberts and Kavanaugh, decided that, that, that they could continue to do this. I don't see how they're doing it under the law. Because the law is very specific. When these people claim asylum, they're supposed to be deported to their country of origin or held in detention until they have an opportunity to have their hearing. 
That is not what, what is happening, and how the Supreme Court got to that is is a, is a mystery to me. Well, Trump was doing that with the zero po- uh, the zero tolerance policy within the left. You're ripping children from the arms of their parents. Well, the, the parents broke a law. I mean, you're you're a prosecutor. You're an attorney general. If if I break the law, you're going to take me away from my kids. That's the way it works. So I'm not really sure why they get some special dispensation. But also, asylum has very le- legally speaking, it has a very very um, direct definition. The definition is you stop in the first country that is free or that is not doing what you say your previous country was doing and you ask for asylum there. Every single person coming into this country illegally should be getting asylum in Mexico, shouldn't they? That's exactly right. And even if for some reason they were somewhere skipping over Mexico, which they're not, right. there's only a certain small percentage because it's very specific. You have to be under some type of political or religious persecution. I think the numbers I saw were around 14% of the people actually qualify for that. Now, everybody claims asylum. They're not running away from Border Patrol anymore like they used to under other administrations. They are, the cartels know, to have these people run as fast as they can towards Border Patrol. They're not like dispersed all over the border. They're coming to certain locations where they know they can find the Border Patrol, and the Border Patrol has become the handoff. But it's not their fault. It's not Border Patrol's fault. They're being ordered by the Biden administration to break federal law and then transport these people mostly to Republican states to do their damage. It is uh, Ken Paxton. He's the attorney general of the great state of Texas, does a great job. He sues on our behalf. He sues on the behalf of our freedom and our liberty and on our safety and for good education and for uh, for, for the constitutional rights that the central government tries to take away from Texans. The, the whole thing really blows my mind because we know that the federal government isn't doing the job. Allegedly, because it says nationalization in the... Um, uh, in the Constitution, they are to enforce the laws that are on the books. They're not. They've decided not to. Isn't there? I know that you and I have talked about this before. Isn't there any recourse that you can take as, again, the state most aggrieved by them not enforcing the law where you can say, well, you're not going to do it, then I'm going to do it? Because right now we're not. I mean, I know that we want to. The Texas National Guard is on the border. You and Greg Abbott want to to make them enforce the law, yet the, the Washington, D.C. elites are thumbing their noses at you. Is there no provision? Our founding fathers were smart. Ken, is there no provision that says if the states are being aggrieved by the central government not doing its job, we can do it? It it seems like that should be. As you know, you and I have talked about this case, USB Arizona, where, you know, Arizona tried to do this. And they were told by, at that time, three liberal judges, uh, Justice Kennedy and Justice Roberts, that they they had to let the federal government control that. That cannot be the right answer. The reason it can't be right is the federal government shouldn't be able to create laws, then not enforce them. And then when bad things are happening to the states and the states try to protect themselves because the federal government is not enforcing their own laws, be told, sorry, bad things are going to happen to you. You have to let them happen because we already have a law about this. However, we're not going to enforce that law. We're going to let these bad things happen. I would like for our state to find some way to challenge that again. Obviously, we still have Roberts there, but there's been a lot of really bad things happen to to states that are along the border because of this uh, crazy decision that was made. 10 years ago. We need to have that challenge again because it cannot, we cannot continue to sit here and take on all of these problems because the federal government's decided, well, you can't do it because we won't do it. Let me explain to those watching and listening what that case was. And if I get any of it wrong, let me know. It was SB 1070. Jan Brewer was the governor of Arizona. She literally passed a law through the legislature. It was passed, signed it um, into law that was the exact same law as the federal immigration law. 
And she said, now we're going to enforce it. Eric Holder and Barack Obama sued her saying, well, no, no, that's our purview. It's in the Constitution. We're the ones that get to enforce that law. And as you said, these very liberal justices, including this guy, uh, um, John Roberts, who he can't, he can't decide if he's left or right, you know, given the day, um, they decided that, well, Obama and Holder are right. It's up to them to enforce the law. Yet they were really suing Ken so they, they could keep on not enforcing it, right? Yeah, that's what's that's what's so wrong about this. They were trying to protect themselves to keep on going with really no enforcement and letting bad things happen to Arizona and Texas and all these other border states. So they were trying to keep that that badness in place, which I, I don't understand why the Supreme Court would allow that to continue when the federal government is not enforcing their own laws. It's crazy. Uh, it is Ken Paxton. Go to KenPaxton.com. Help out his candidacy here. He's running for re-election, does a great job as the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. You had a hard-fought primary. We had George P. Bush on the show. We wanted to hear what he had to say. We had you on the show, and you you guys actually you know bounced off of each other, answering his questions. He answered yours. You won, rightfully so. I think you should have won. You're the right guy for Texas. But that cost a lot of money. What do you think the story was with that, Ken? Do you want to say how much money it cost uh, to, to to win the primary and how that's affected what how you're doing in the in the general now? Yeah, because they spent so much money, it forced me to spend money. I spent a lot of money that I should be spending in the general election. I spent around ten million dollars, and I had to do it because they they obviously have a lot of resources. They have a name that everybody knows, and you know I had to get my message out. It worked. We ended up winning, you know, six what it was like sixty eight thirty two. Yeah, it was a big win. However, they haven't come alongside me since to help. So I've, I've had to rely on a lot of other people. And we've actually, if you look at the outside groups funding my opponent, who's a radical, radical liberal, especially in the border issues uh, and, and representing some of these people who are smuggling and, and, and being for open borders, um, we just haven't had the type of resources. She's outspent us, if you look at the outside groups, almost two to one. And that's largely because the Bushes and some of their friends have not come in to help now that I'm in a, in a race and I had to spend a lot of my money to, to, to take them on. Well, why wouldn't they, though? I'm not sure I understand it. I know that before we started today, you mentioned Carl Rove might be part of that. Gomer might be part of that, which I find to be odd. I, I have Louie on all the time. Why don't they want to rally around the Republican, the conservative, the guy who is a, a law and order guy? Why would they ever just sort of sit back and watch? You know, I, it seems like they sit back and watch now mostly when it comes to Republicans running for office, unless their name is Bush or Cheney. They tend to stay out of the races. And I think, you know, that's been sort of announced as, as a policy. And it's unfortunate because Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, they raise a lot of money for, for, for uh, Democrats. And yes. they've, done a lot, they've done a lot of work for their party. The Bushes have been less helpful unless you're related to them or you're, you know, a Cheney. And then they've been very open about helping. And I wish I wish they'd come alongside us. I wish they'd they'd help because they're they're obviously they, their name would would help us raise a lot of money. They're they're they were very good at fundraising, and they've obviously had a lot of uh, important roles in our country as and leaders of the Republican Party. So I would love it if they would help more. They just have chosen not to do that. It is uh, Ken Paxton, the Attorney General, great state of Texas. You you have the endorsement of President Trump, right? That's correct. He's yeah, been he, great. He's he has done what uh, Barack Obama. And what Bill Clinton had done, he's come out and helped a lot of Republicans. And I think, you know, I appreciate that. He doesn't have to do that, but he does it because he wants to help, I believe, America be free and, and encourage people to vote for people that are going to work for our, for our rights and our constitutional freedoms. We have, uh, I think, 16 stations in Texas. They're all listening closely right now. Some of them are going, I'm not really sure. This other candidate looks pretty good. Let, let's tell them what Texas looks like. Should you get somebody who's an open borders person, who is a light on prosecution person, instead of having you? What does that look like? 
It's completely different. I think she would be the most radical attorney general in the country. I think she'd draw a lot of resources from other states. They would start sending other lawyers down here, and she would be fighting the, the legislature, the Republican legislature, on every issue from redistricting to the border. She'd be fighting the governor, and the legislature would find themselves in a very difficult spot, so would the governor. And we would be dealing with a woman who is absolutely for open borders and absolutely as represented as an ACLU lawyer. She has represented people that smuggle uh, human traffickers. She's been a, basically a human trafficker representat- represent- representative. That's She's sick. represented all these people. And it's, it's shocking to me that that's even possible, but that's what we're dealing with in Texas. And and again, uh, she she talks the good talk while out there in the campaign trail, but you've got her history that says what she is, and then I've got your history, which again, every lawsuit that you've made, I don't think you've ever you've ever sued the central government where I said, eh, what's he thinking? No, every single time it, it was because I, as a Texan, want to be free and liberated, and I want government to leave me alone. And you're you're suing government to either leave me alone, or stop making me unsafe, or or stop giving us bad education, or whatever it happens to be, or or make sure social media can't squelch our voices. That's the kind of uh, 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 attorney general I want and what's interesting is you're not very flashy about it it's not like you show up on television seven days a week saying look what I just did and look what I, who I just sued you know, Ken maybe maybe you got to be more flashy maybe you got to put it in their face a little bit saying hey Texans look what I've done hoping to keep you guys free I don't know well look I, I actually was on uh, doing a lot more I think part of the primary made it more difficult there yeah. were people that were involved with some of the stations that I went on Fox and others who started preventing me from going on. I don't want to get into the details of that, but right. you know, we've done our best to get our message out. And clearly the, 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 the normal, you know, liberal media, as Trump called them, the fake media, they've done everything. If I, I get every article that's written every day, every story I see, and there's usually about three or four really nice puff pieces about my, my opponent that don't disclose her background and yeah. how, how radical it is. And there's usually 12 to 13 negative stories about me. And if there is a positive story, they don't mention my name or my office. They'll just say Texas got the biggest settlement of, you know, uh, uh, biggest opioid settlement ever or got the biggest Medicaid settlement. But they will not mention my name in a positive story. That is the media that we deal with. I voted for you a couple of days ago. I wish you nothing but the best on Tuesday. Thanks for coming on. It's Attorney General Ken Paxton, the great state of Texas, KenPaxton.com. Ken, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Have a great day. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. We appreciate Ken Paxton coming on, the Attorney General, great state of Texas. Early voting ends today in Texas, for those of you listening in the Lone Star State. Election day is Tuesday. Make sure you go and get your voice heard. Uh, it, it is a lower turnout, at least here, than it is uh, than it was in 2018. But then again, um, the lower turnout isn't that much lower, and people might be waiting till election day. Do me a favor, go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on all the social media, pick the one that you like the best. Also, 
Go to YouTube, Joe Pags Radio. A lot of shorts up there. You go there and see these short videos. People are really liking them or getting mad at them. But let's push that uh, subscriber count up as high as we can. Joe Pags Show, coming back. Joe Pags.